Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. we had to open with the Baltimore Ravens theme song, even though this podcast has nothing to do with gambling. Um, but if you're not betting on Baltimore, what are you doing? Um, what are but, you doing? What are you doing? But we're mostly here to talk about uh, what happened this morning on the Power Trip Morning Show during initials invitational game number six, when Meat Sauce was disallowed his Fran Tarkenton answer on item number one. Uh, Corey, after initially awarding uh, Sauce the point, Changed his mind after Chris objected and they replayed it and uh, Corey had to listen to it three times, ultimately changed his mind, took the point away from Sauce and negated item number one, which ultimately ended up costing Sauce the game. So uh, Smitty Oom has joined us. Uh, You all know him from Twitter, along with, of course, Power Trip Quotes. Uh, Smitty, what is your hot takeaway from the initials controversy that was game number six? Well, there's there's all kinds of issues with this game and and that item specifically. But I guess the thing that that bugs me the most is the new precedent that is set for perfect pronunciation. And what is the standard? What what standard do we have for perfection? And I and I went back and looked at or listened to a few other episodes earlier today. And I just I just chose random episodes, not looking for anything specific. And I hate to throw my good friend Andy under the bus here, but when he was on, he, of course, has an English accent. And so when he answered the pidge, they went back and talked about, is that is that correct pronunciation? Well, of course it is. And then later, the answer was time period. But he said time period, and they gave it to him. Is that something that we're allowing, not allowing? Um, Mark Parrish once answered Chris Everett instead of Chris Everett. Obviously, he knows the answer, just as Mitsas knew that Fran Tarkenton was the answer today. I just think there's there's a fine line between perfection and allowability. I agree with you there, although I will say in Corey's defense, uh, Andy is barely speaking English. So, uh, you know, th- there is that <laughs> to consider. But, uh, yeah, no, I do agree, and especially on the Fran Tarkenton thing. Um, you know, it is Tark N10, but most people, honestly, and a lot of people were posting YouTube clips, most people pronounce it Fran Tark Een Ton, and they kind of drop the G, but it's Fran Tark Een Ton, which is basically what Sauce said, and a lot of people, um, you know, from official sources on YouTube pronounce it the same way. Uh, I thought... Uh, you know, it was, it was, uh, I agree with you, uh, 100% Smitty Oom that, uh, we're getting way too particular on the pronunciation. And the fact that they had to go back, they had to listen to the replay three times oh. to make the decision tells you that it was close enough. Exactly, 100%. And I, and I see it a lot in betting soccer, actually. And it seems like the longer that the, the VAR review takes, 
typically uh, the more likely that they're going to stay with the call um, because they can't prove that it's, you know, irrefutable evidence. And, um, you know, just for me to go off, you know, it's literally taken over my entire day since it happened. Um, It's all I've been. You may have a problem. Um, And I went through physical therapy and I had, you know, work was busy. Like it's literally all I could, you know, wrap my mind around all day. It just uh, pissed off for sauce, you know, basically as I'm on his side as well. Um, You know, I, I think if this is any other person, who has ever played initials or will ever play initials, um, unless it's Webster, Sir Webster himself, uh, who wrote the dictionary and the pronunciation guide. Emmanuel um, Lewis? I, I think they get this point uh, because it's meat sauce, because, uh, you know, Corey had painted this narrative of the, oh, yes, 95% of the time, sauce, yes, you will win. But if, you know, it will be, he was already painting it in the light of it's going to be this incredible moment in power trip history and in initials history. Um, he wanted this narrative. He wanted Frank to win. Um, so I, and, and really, I guess in Corey's, you know, maybe I'm going too hard after Corey, but, um, you know, in, in Corey's defense, uh, he gave sauce the point. He was ready to go to number two. And hockey chimed in with a mmm and kind of drew his attention off. And, um, and, and Corey goes, Chris, did, or, you know, I, I forget exactly how it went. Um, well, it was, like, it was Kevin Gorg said, I didn't know that Tarkington went to Georgia. And then hockey said, I didn't yes. know that his name was Tarkington. Yes. If Gorg doesn't even mention that, uh, that he didn't know that he went went to Georgia. Maybe Hawk doesn't even chime back in with the pronunciation, the questioning of the pronunciation in the first place. So you know, another point that I had that I think it's forgotten too is you know just the way that different people like either have speech impediments or say things a certain way or uh, you know I, I think that this pronunciation. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's because I'm 32 and I never watched frame play. Um, but uh, I didn't think that there was any problem initially with the pronunciation. But I, I, I could have, you know, pronunciated it incorrectly uh, from the beginning. So well, like you, definitely didn't pro- you didn't pronunciate that word correctly. I, I know. And I don't give a fuck. And neither, does, <laughs> neither should sauce because we knew what he was saying. Uh he should have got point, you know, and it completely, the rest of the match is throw it out. I mean, how, how do you mentally f- recover from that? And he almost did, and he almost got it to overtime, uh, but he just ran out. Yeah, the the one point I will um, add on that you were kind of emphasizing, Dave, is the fact that Corey initially awarded the point to Sauce and then reversed himself after having to listen to the replay three times. I think, you know, we've got a thing in the NFL where it's like, you know, it has to be clear and convincing evidence to overturn a call. And you would think a similar standard would apply here. And the fact that he had to listen to it three times, I mean, maybe Corey should modify that and go, look, I'm going to listen to this, you know, one time or, you know, at most two times to get the feel for it. Uh, you know, I, I just, I thought that was ridiculous. The fact that it was so close and you could see it, you know, on the live stream, you could see in Corey's face, he was like, uh, uh, and if he, if he's debating yeah. that much after he already awarded it on right away, cause Corey, there is, you know, 
because all the people that are saying, well, the rules have to be consistent and, you know, the rules are the rules and you have to pronounce it correctly. Corey has many, many times called people on that and thrown correct, you know, answers that should be correct. And, you know, they knew it. They just didn't pronounce it correctly. He's thrown several of those out right away. He didn't need help. He didn't need anybody to ask for a review. He just threw it out right away. And the fact that he accepted this then took so long to overturn it, I think just uh, speaks volumes to uh, what a BS call it was. Oh, I, I, I couldn't agree with you anymore, Chuck. And, you know, there is another uh, uh, successful game show tournament uh, that's on the KFAN uh, uh, radio station. And, uh, you know, they have this rule where you get one chance, uh, you get five seconds to, to change your answer. Right. Um, you know, with the idea of, you know, you know, people accidentally make mistakes, but maybe they should still get a chance to correct, you know, Tenna could tell that, uh, they were on the right path. Right. Or a um, different form a of the word. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Um, uh, this is, this is a very common, very commonly, uh, uh, you know, miss <laughs> now, now you got me <laughs> double thinking of how <laughs> double how, thinking all of your diction. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, people say Tarkington wrong all the time. Of course uh, they do. I, I still will say it now. It's going to be Tarkington. I'm going to put that G in there. Uh, just, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, no, I will I, say I, I'm, my... I am outraged. I, I just don't think it happens to anybody but sauce. I think it's <laughs> I think it's crap. I will say that the honestly, the biggest thing that um, I'm on the bandwagon for, and that was kind of the point of my poll, is the fact that Chris Hockey was the one that called Corey's attention to it and got the item thrown out. And, you know, uh, and the fact that he was so proud of himself. Uh, a lot of people have pointed yes. out if this was any other player, there's zero chance that Chris Hockey would have called them out. But more, more than that, Chris Hockey is not a part of this game. He's not even a part of the tournament no. anymore. He got eliminated right yeah. away. And he, you know, he, he's not in the game. He's not one of the contestants in the game. I am on team turn hockey's mic off. He should not be allowed to in Ooh. any way, shape or form influence the game. You know, obviously he has to read the sponsor Ooh. ads and, and do all the intros and everything. But if you're not one of the people, one of the four people playing the game or Corey, you should not have a microphone and have any opportunity okay. to influence the outcome of this game. And uh, shocking news, two thirds of Twitter agrees with me. You know, I, I think that is a very good uh, rule suggestion, especially for the tournament. Tournament, maybe not. Uh, you know, obviously, I guess they have more than four people play uh, most of the time when they just play the game regularly outside of the invitational. Um, so maybe this isn't a problem then. But uh, I, I think for the tournament, I, I think for the you know to kind of save some face with the tournament and you know put a good foot going forward here. Um, I think that would be a, a really good change, Chuck. Smitty, are you on board with gagging Hawk? <laughs> I'm I'm all for gagging Hawk, and I, I I wonder I wonder if if this would have played out differently. Um, like Dave said, with the whole narrative, you know, this is the story, and I wonder if both Corey and Hockey were were kind of you know putting their their thumb on the scale because they were worried that that. Meat Sauce was going to run away with it, and that just doesn't make for good radio. And ultimately, at the end of the day, we're talking about this. Twitter was blowing up about this. It was good radio, which is really what they were looking for. And 
So I don't know. Maybe it probably maybe won't it make a difference. It's the first point of the game, you know. Right. It'll, it'll Absolutely. Up, you know, no worries. Yeah, no, I, I I agree that that very well could be the case. And, you know, um, and that kind of leads into my next question for you guys. Um, you know, what is your level of enthusiasm for the rest of the initials tournament? You know, obviously it made for great radio today. It was very controversial. There will probably be some hot takes Monday morning uh, by the crew. But uh, for the rest of the tournament, you know, game seven and eight of the quarterfinal, the two semifinal games and the finals, you know, we've, we've got five uh, initials invitational tournament games left. Uh, what is your level of enthusiasm for those last five games? Smitty, I'll let you go first. Well, selfishly, this was good for me because in our initials tournament <laughs> uh, draft, on on that side of the bracket, I still have Aaron Gleeman alive, and his chances of winning just went way up now that he doesn't have to get past Meat Sauce. Right. And also, I didn't have I didn't have Meat Sauce chosen at all in, in the uh, four versus uh, whatever the the, the power trip bets that we're going to. So, I mean, f- selfishly. This is good for me. It's, I'm, I'm still going to listen, obviously, but um, I, I'm a little bit worried about the future of the initials game after the after the tournament. Dave, uh, your thoughts? Wow. wow, I just got chills from the end of that. Um, yeah, no, I will be. You know, they they always say uh, any kind of press, good or bad, is uh, is good press, and I think uh, you know this will draw more attention uh, to the tournament. You know, you're still going to have Sauce, who's going to be on the show every Friday. Um, you know, this is going to come up. There's going to be jabs. Uh, you know, it might get a little testy. Um, but as Sauce already has already said, like it's just a stu- it's just a stupid game. Which obviously then Corey was offended. Um, right. <laughs> you know, the after party was absolutely incredible. If you haven't listened to that, um, but. No, I, I think it'll be water under the bridge. And, you know, Sauce has already said that he's already, you know, forgiven hockey, basically. I so. think ha- uh, Meat Sauce is handling himself with great class and dignity. He, You know what? He really is. You know, he could he could have been a lot bigger bitch about this, honestly. You know, he, he and you can tell it's Paul um, when, when they're reacting. And when they play initials, it's Paul Lambert. It's not Meat Sauce. Um, you know, he... He's dealing with this very well. That that's a really good point. Yeah, I will say from my perspective, um, I, I'm I'm honestly like not super enthused. I, I was you know very excited about the initials tournament, um, especially on the heels of program password. I had so much fun with the program password tournament. I thought the final of the program password tournament was yes. amazing, uh, so well executed. Um, I'm super lukewarm on the rest of this tournament, honestly, because I think there's a gigantic asterisk all over Huge. it. And I think the worst yeah. thing that happens is that AJ walks to the title. And I think, yeah. uh, you know, because because people, were, <laughs> I mean, quite frankly, people were bored with AJ, um, you know, prior to all this. And I think it's cool to bring AJ back for the majors you know, see if he can compete. Um, he didn't win the last one. Um, so that, you know, that was kind of fun. Yeah. And maybe he comes back at the next major and wins that. It was cool to have him in this tournament. And, you know, if Sauce had lost fair and square, then yeah, great. Okay, cool. But there's a gigantic asterisk on this. And I think uh, the listeners in general are going to get super bored if AJ just walks to the title um, after after such an injustice on uh, on Meat Sauce. So just my thoughts. Um, yeah, you know, I'm 
not looking forward uh, as much as I was before. Um, obviously, with money on the line, I will still be listening. So uh, there, there's no worry there. Um, and this, much like you, Smitty, this actually technically benefited me, um, and I'm still not thrilled with it. So uh, I think that that shows that I, I'm kind of ba- I'm balanced here. I'm, I don't have a, some hidden agenda or anything. It's uh, I, I think Sauce legitimately got screwed. Well, the last thing um, I wanted uh, us to talk about or do is I think we need to build the pie of blame. So uh, obviously, when things like this happen, there is blame to go around. And we've already mentioned um, uh, several of the potential players to receive some blame. You've got Meat Sauce for, you know, not perfectly saying Tark and Tun. Uh, you've got Chris Hockey for talking out of turn and um, calling Corey's attention to it when Hockey wasn't playing the game, and he's even eliminated from the tournament. He really has no bearing on the outcome of this tournament. You've got Kevin Gorg, who, you know, piped up and called, you know, some extra attention to it rather than just letting the game continue on. You've got Corey, who waffled on his decision and ultimately made the wrong decision um, at the end of the day. Uh, lots of, you know, you got maybe Greenway and Vassalero to blame as well a little bit. Um, Smitty, I'll start with you. Uh, how would you assess the pie of blame for what happened today? Well, so this is, I'm not very good at at math here, so this is going to get a little bit crazy, but I'm going to go with, (laughs) um, I'm going to go with 50% on Corey, 70% on hockey. And I know what you're thinking. (laughs) But I'm giving a negative 10% to Greenway and Gorg. Each, each one gets a negative 10% because both of them said, give it to him. He got it. Give him the point. So that's, that's oh, where I'm getting my 100%. Wow, that, that that's excellent math. Uh, the, kids, the kids in Burnsville are in much better hands than the kids in White Bear Lake. That's for sure. Uh, Dave, your pie of blame. Oh, damn. How do, how do I follow that? Um, no, I, I think... I, I really think it's fifty fifty here, and you know I could I could nitpick it and get um get really tricky, but I I think it I think it's uh I think it's thirty three percent Paul's fault, I think because he said the you know he technically said the wrong name, I think it's thirty three percent Corey's fault for uh you know you know reviewing it you know putting in through this you know thinking that oh he'll make up for it and kind of you know making some assumptions and wanting the narrative and then i think it's 33 percent chris saki's fault i think it's all equally i i think they all have equal blame i think it's 33.3333 repeating percent all right um that's uh that's your that's your fair and balanced take all right um my take on it, um, I'm going to give 0% to Sauce. Um, that's how Sauce talks. We know how he talks. Uh, he yeah. gets ripped repeatedly for some of the things that he says and the way he pronounces words. He absolutely had the answer right. Sauce gets zero blame for me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give 35% of the blame to Corey. I think ultimately it was the wrong decision. The break I will give Corey is he. it's a limited time window. He's under a lot of pressure. There's a lot of things going on. You know, he's managing a lot of things. He has to make a quick decision. Um, Give him a little bit of an out on that. I think, you know, maybe if he had an hour like a judge to go back to his chambers and deliberate and then come back with an answer, 
he might have made the right call or he might have, you know, uh, uh, thought of something something else that's more equitable. Um, so I'll give him 35% of the blame. I'm giving Chris Hockey 55% of the blame. Um, absolutely should not have said a thing. Um, his mic should be off. Uh, we love Chris Hockey, but uh, I, I saw so many comments on Twitter today from people that said, I have never, ever criticized Chris Hockey and I love him but and then launched into it so um you know and and i kind of feel the same way it's like i love hockey he's the best but you know he just doesn't need to be a part of it when he's not playing um and then 10 percent of the blame i'm going to give to zach alverson because no matter what goes wrong at the station you know somehow zach was involved with it so um zach you're getting 10 percent of the blame for this as well uh uh, from me so all right well um, he's not going to listen to this he no. never does anyway, so <laughs> he'll gladly take his 10%. Um, I should have given him 69% of the blame, but that would have thrown my math off, and I would have had to give him negative points like Smitty did. So It's like our balls and blue. <laughs> uh, All right, so. well, uh, I'll give you guys each one last shot at a closing argument before we wrap this thing up. So, uh, Smitty, your final thought. Well, I just... I. I'm just really grateful that you guys decided to throw this emergency podcast because I, I was able to get a lot of stuff off my chest here. I think sauce was robbed and I, I, I I'm kind of curious, where do I send the bill? Because I, I threw about seven shares across the room and three of them broke. And so do I send that straight to <laughs> Swedberg or just I Abbott? Okay. That's good to know. I'll, I'll send him the bill for that. Thanks. Don't send him a letter though. Make sure it's by email. Cause he's never in the office. So don't send him a letter. That's true. Yeah, send it to uh, Dave. Your final thoughts? Yeah, no, I it, it was just a bad situation. I wish it wouldn't have happened. Uh, you know, it really changes the tournament going forward. Um, I'll still be listening. Uh, I wish Sass would have got the point because I think he would have uh, gone on to, to uh, you know a win by three or four points, like we kind of predicted. So, uh, wish it would have happened differently, but uh, I'll still be listening. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I guess my last thought too is kind of, uh, alluding to a little bit what I said before, where, you know, I, I, I really hope there's something over these last five weeks that salvage the tournament for me. Like I said, if it just kind of plays out, uh, fairly, fairly boringly and AJ walks the win, um, I think potentially we've seen a jump the shark moment in game six of round one of the very first year of this tournament. And I would hate if there was a jump the shark moment like that. So, uh, yeah, not, um, not, not what anybody wanted to see. And I just, I just hope the last five weeks of this tournament are, are worth it. Cause, uh, right now I feel we're kind of in a dark place. So, all right. Well, thanks, Dave and Smitty for joining. Um, this has been an emergency bets and quotes podcast. Have a great weekend. Bye bye now.